Thanks for listening to the Provoke and Inspire podcast. Due to various traveling and touring commitments, we'll be taking July and August off. You can listen to one of the 50 previous podcasts by going to SoundCloud or iTunes and typing in Provoke and Inspire. We'll kick off a brand new series starting in September. Also, don't forget to check out our brand new website at comeandlive.com. You were called to make the world brighter, to run on the front lines, to cast a vision where it had not yet landed. You were not gifted to be a random burst of energy, but a consistent force that enables the world to hear beauty, see potential, and write stories in a way that points the world to Jesus. Provoke and inspire. Welcome to the Provoke and Inspire On The Road edition. This is different from the Road Rules series, although it sounds rather semantic, but we are actually on the road, and and regardless of my little uh, disclaimer at the beginning of recent podcasts, uh, we talked about how we are taking a break because we are, uh, you know, due to various touring commitments and traveling commitments, um, but we really felt like it'd be a great idea to be able to keep you posted on what we are doing. Uh, but this is, just to be clear, this is two-fourths of the regulars. It's just me and David. Uh, we have Kippy to my right, uh, and we're sort of uh, huddled in this little empty office uh, trying to be as uh, minimally reverberant as possible, aren't we, David? We are. We are in this kind of strange little office with this, I don't know, what is that anyway? It's some sort of sound-absorbing panel, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. But we are in Czestochowa, Poland, which is very cool. Yeah, so we are uh, currently uh, in the middle of the No Longer Music Tour. Uh, We have done, I think, four shows so far. Uh, We had a show a couple of nights ago. Uh, And for those that aren't familiar, I mean, we we introduce ourselves a lot, but uh, we are part of a band called No Longer Music, uh, and No Longer Music is part of Come and Live. We are Come and Live artists, uh, and we really have a heart to use uh, the various uh, art forms to present a clear gospel message outside of the church. Uh, And so that is what we are currently in the middle of. Uh, And David, maybe you could just briefly share um, some of, of the amazing things that God has done on this tour so far. I think it'd be encouraging for people. I, I'd like to do that, but when am I going to get to do my random story? I didn't know we were going to do this in this random road edition of I don't, the podcast. I think, it would, I think it would be good to be able to, to do a random story before we get oh, into Oh, you made it. a really compelling case. Yeah. You said it would be rather good for you to do it. I think it would be. Okay, well, go ahead. David's random story. So... Anyway, you always start every room. Is there going to be like a theme music? You did that last time. You can't just repeat. You can't. Well, force I don't know. That joke. Okay, it's not. Wasn't a joke. It was. Just, yes, there will be so, a seven so, part. So harmony. anyway, I had this friend in university, uh, and uh, present tense. He's no. He's still with us, but he. Okay. Before this, before he found Jesus, he uh, he did this this science experiment. So he had a a, a hamster called Zertby. And uh, wait, what? Yeah, he had a hamster called Zerpy, and so he put Zerpy in this. How do you spell Zerpy? I don't know, but so he put Zerpy in this trash basket, and then I like how you didn't struggle to say Zerpy, but trash basket was a challenge. So he put he put (laughs) Zerpy in this trash basket, and then he uh, played Led Zeppelin really loud, and then blew marijuana smoke on Zerpy to see. You know, what the impact would have. Like so, a science experiment. Yeah, like a science experiment. So all day long, Zerpy's in the bottom of this trash barrel, <laughs> listening to Led Zeppelin, trash barrel. Having, having marijuana blown on him. 
because he wanted to see what how Zerpy would Any react. Any particular album or just the I just I think it's just just yeah. And so anyway, so all day long he's listening to Led Zeppelin, and then one day he went, and Zerpy was dead. But uh, he did later when he was cleaning out the trash barrel, he found a, an empty Dorito package under the, you know, the like little. Gerbil. Why are basic <laughs> nouns such a challenge? David's random story. Okay, so first of all, a couple of themes that I would like to draw. First of all, it seems like most of your uh, random stories these days tend to be very like based around animal cruelty. That, I have no. Why is that animal cruelty? I think Zerpy. Again, I'm not trying to make a pro statement here, but anyway, let's move on. Okay, well that that random story is brought to you by Led Zeppelin and Doritos. Apparently, which I, it is kind of a trifecta. Uh, anyway, so... Kippy over there is really like he can hardly hold himself together. Yeah, but he's always a little twitchy. That's true. So anyway, so let me, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I asked you, but your random story threw me off so much that I feel like I should probably go forward. But so anyway, we are on tour in No Longer Music. We, we just actually did a show in a uh, city in Poland called Czestochowa. And this is an unusual city because... Uh, it's um, kind of supposed to be the epicenter of this. Uh, it's called the Black Madonna cult, but basically it's Mary worship, uh, this sort of reli- religious idolatry. Um, and people actually pilgrimage here. Um, you know, I had a, a Polish guy describe it kind of like this is like how Mecca is for Islam. This is kind of how uh, this is for the for Catholics. The city's, you know, the sort of Mary idolatry part of the Catholic thing. This is where they all come to. So there's this very heavy, oppressive religious spirit over this city. Um, and, you know, we're having this prayer time, and, and Steve, uh, author of the Road Rules theme music uh, and the seven-part uh, random story harmony, uh, he, we were praying, and he really felt, um, you know, he said he had this this image um, that he saw, and, and he had actually no context of the city at all, and he said that he, he saw this black church on a hill, uh, and that as... Uh, that, that God's power kind of came in and, and broke this church in two. Um, and he really felt like this was what God wanted to do in the city. And it was pretty uh, incredible, actually, because there's this big black, there's this church, right? I mean, David, you can kind of fill me in here. For yeah, that. it's kind of like like Oz or something. It just, it's a, I mean, it's a very beautiful uh, church, but it's it's where this, this black Madonna is. And, and a lot of people from all over the world go there to to actually worship this, mm. this uh, picture, and uh, it's it's quite a dramatic sight. So this 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 vision that our, our guitarist had was quite profound. But then you know the way God moved in our show was really really amazing. Yeah. So so we set up in this main square in the in the city, uh, and it's a massive square. I mean, you could probably fit five thousand people in there if you packed yep. them in. Yep. And um, we set up, and the crowd just kept building and building and building. I mean, I don't know exactly how many people we had. Somewhere between seven hundred and a thousand, something like that. People yep. show up. Yep. Um, and you could just really feel God's power in a really tangible way. And typically what happens is we'll preach, uh, and then David and, and a few from the band will jump off the stage and go into the middle of the crowd with these torches, these fire torches. And that is kind of where we'll invite people to come who want to respond. Um, but it was just, maybe David, you could explain, but it was one of those kind of nights where you, you, you end up doing this from the stage. Well, there was, it, there was so many people, you know, it was, it was a, a big audience and they were they were like spread out over this giant square and I felt like I needed to to stay on the stage because of that and so but you could just 
and it was good that I did because I don't know how many people said they wanted to, to know Jesus, uh, but many, many well, right. people. Right. Well, you ask people to raise their hands right. if they want. You explained who Jesus is and yeah. how, you know, he's not religion, but he's, he's the only way to be set free and to be yeah. forgiven. And you ask people to, who wanted to respond to raise their hands. And it was really, it was one of those nights where just hands. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like everywhere and, you looked. And you could just feel the peace uh, and joy of, of the Holy Spirit just falling. Yeah. And people were crying. I mean, everywhere people were crying and lots of conversations afterwards. Uh, I mean, you can talk about Yeah, yeah. About so part that. of my responsibility in the band, um, other than, you know, I'm, I, I play guitar, I sing, I, I do some acting. Um, but after the show, um, I'm part of the crew that does interviews. We go out into the crowd with our Indonesian videographer, Diatmiko, uh, and uh, we go out and we try to get interviews and, and, and basically ask people, you know, what, what did you feel? Did, did you respond? How, you know, we want to try to capture what God did. Um, and it's, it's tough, you know, because people, you know, don't always want to open up in front of a camera. But, you know, on this night, it was just unbelievable. I mean, we, we literally went from person to person to person who was just totally uh, impacted by the gospel. We talked to one girl. Uh, her name was, um, well, I don't know if I should say her name, but she was, she was this, you know, this maybe in her late teens. And uh, she, you know, she said that she came. And, and when she started to realize that it was, this show was about God, um, she told herself, I'm not going to react. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna stand here. Uh, but she said, as as David, you, as you started to preach, she literally, in her words, said, "You know, it was like I had this balloon inside of me, filled with every bad thing I've ever done." And as as you know, David was preaching, it was starting to deflate. These were her her words, um, and it was a, it was crazy. And I said to her, "Well, you obviously responded, right? You must have raised your hand." And she said, "No, no, I, I didn't." And I said, well, well, you know, this feeling you have, this is grace. This is what Jesus did for you. This is what he wants you to have is to be forgiven and to be set free. And I asked her, I said, do you want to receive Jesus? And, and she said, yeah. You know, and I could just see she was fighting the tears. And, and right there, I was able to pray with her and she prayed back. And, you know, it's not some ritual, obviously, but she really genuinely prayed to receive Jesus. And it was just one of, I mean, we literally spent a, as a band like over an hour the next day just everyone's sharing similar stories of just radical conversion. And, and like you said, I think, I think the overwhelming thing was just this, this feeling of love yeah. um, that people were experiencing. Well, I mean, we had the same experience in the show we did before that in, in Wuz, which is a, another Wuz, part, yeah. Wuz, I don't want to say, in another part of Poland. In a, in a, um, or was it? No, it was the first show we did. But uh, there was the guy, Kuba, oh, I said his name. Anyway, he won't care. But, but he came and he, you know, he told me that he, he was drinking a lot of vodka and stuff and and uh, but he just felt pulled towards our show and and again he he was so moved i mean he said i don't know how to explain what's happening to me he says it's it's like this electricity or power i don't know what it is and so i talked with him and prayed with him and he and his girlfriend came to where we were having to meet the band party the next day and his girlfriend said what did you do to my boyfriend i mean yeah. he is he's he's completely changed and she was just super uh like touched by everything and we prayed together again and and connected them with uh, some believers in that city but it's it's really i mean if there's any doubts if you have any doubts whatsoever if if what we believe is true all you have to do is 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 uh be willing to preach the gospel you know boldly outside of the church and you won't have to wonder because you just so see the evidence of God's presence and power in people yeah and and for us i mean this is why we do what we do. I mean, this is what come and live is all about. This is our heart. 
Um, you know, we're growing a roster of artists who are not called together because they play a certain style of music or because they, you know, are just wanting to be associated with some cool countercultural movement. But we're trying to gather artists together who have a heart to reach the lost and, and we want to share their stories. And so we know we're, we're not the only ones doing this, but no. I think that's kind of part of our motivation in sharing these stories. And absolutely. And I think that it's like there's a whole nother kind of Jesus movement uh, that happened in the 70s. Where, where it just a lot of the leaders in the, in the church today around the world found Jesus during that movement in the 70s. And I believe that this is something that God wants to do again. And I think that he wants to use Christian artists to, to be a big part of why that, that whole movement is going to happen. And we're already seeing it happen on some levels. We're seeing amazing things happen in lots of different parts of the world. And I think that, and I think that uh, if... if if we as artists would, would not be ashamed of the gospel, pay the price, bring Jesus into our art, and boldly proclaim him outside of the church, I think we're going to see a move of God, uh, who knows, because like we maybe never seen before, because I believe that there's, there's such a hunger and there's such a cry today for truth and for reality, and, and we as Christian artists need to, to be bold about bringing this, this truth to people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and as I was, as I was talking to this girl, um, you know, it's it, it can be hard work doing what we do. You know, we travel many hours. We, you know, we're setting up. We're not, you know, we're the we're the setup crew. We're the we're the drivers. We're the. I know, I know a lot of bands that, that are listening to this are probably relate to that. That you're, you know, we don't have these professional crews, but you you do all of this and. And, and when you have an experience like that, when you're able to see someone's life be transformed by the gospel, there's just no greater reward. You know, and, and, and I feel like so many uh, Christian artists who are called to make a difference in this way, they're selling themselves so short. You know, they're, they may be, and we talk a lot about this, um, but they, they have a calling from God to use their platforms to share the truth. Uh, and then over time, it becomes about t-shirt sales and music videos. And again, we have shirts and we do music videos, but, but it's, it's, it's really about putting first things first. And it, it's not having competing agendas. It's saying, you know, even if we use these other things for marketing or for, it's still because we want the greatest possible platform. Uh, and so, so I remember just sitting there having this moment, listening to this girl praying, just thinking, Jesus, I'm so grateful yeah, I'm so grateful that 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 I get to use art and and it can have real purpose in real life. Yeah, it is. I I feel the same. Sometimes I'm just overwhelmed by the privilege it is to be able to do this. I uh, there's probably not a day that goes by that I don't say, God, I I'm just so grateful that I get to do do this. You know, and 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 what's really exciting is to be able to use art and music in a way that has meaning, you know, really, really eternal consequences. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing better than that. No, no. And again, so our heart in these, these road reports that we're hoping to release throughout the summer is, is to invite you in to the journey that God has called us to, to share some of the testimonies of, of God's faithfulness and his power, but also to say, you know, don't let another summer go by. Don't let another tour go by. Don't, if, if you're called to be an artist, and even to be honest, even if you're not called to be an artist, don't, just live another comfortable summer, you know, or if you're in New Zealand winter. But either way, God has called you for eternal things. He has called you for significant things. He's, you know, when I'm sitting there and having the privilege of watching this young girl give her life to Jesus, uh, you know, Paul's 
when he says that in Ephesians 2.10, that I was prepared in, a good, in advance for good works, that's what he's talking about. He's not talking about religious duty or just going to church or, you know, checking some things off, off the list. He's prepared you to make, make an eternal difference. And that, that, that applies whether you're a Christian artist, that applies whether you're a businessman, that applies whether you're just whatever you're doing, you are created for this eternal difference. And so if these short road reports can have any impact, let it be an encouragement to you that we are just an ordinary group of people and, and we are just simply surrendering what we have to God. And, and so far, four shows in, we've already seen many, many lives change. And been able to present Jesus to thousands of people in these last four days. And that's yeah. amazing. It is. So anyway, we're going to keep these short and uh, we're, we're going to just use these as a way to encourage uh, those that listen. And, and, you know, and then obviously, like I said, in the little pre-recorded thing coming in the fall, we're going to kick things back off and, and we have a bunch of things planned and guests we're going to bring on. Uh, but otherwise, you know, just pray for us. We're going to be, uh, we got four shows in four days coming up and then we go to Albania. Uh, we got tour planned in Ukraine and in, in uh, Turkey, um, all over the place. Yeah, Hungary, Switzerland, I don't know where else we're going. Yeah, but, all, all over Europe. But we'll give you updates, and and, uh, and it would be great if uh, maybe you can join us somewhere in the world. The, co- the collective audience. Well, I don't know. I just thought I would say that because <laughs> that's what, what you're, you know, people will say that at the end of their, when they're done talking. Even Nigel the Clown? Oh, actually, I'm glad you brought Nigel up because uh, he just, he uh, he contacted me. And, was it a uh, Snapchat? No, no, let's just let me finish. He start, he did contact me before because <laughs> he heard we were going to do this road report, and he wanted to, he left a voicemail message, so I'll play that for everyone. What's, what's this? That was his voicemail message. Oh, well, yeah, right. He's the silent clown. Gotcha. Oh, I forgot the bit. All right, well, anyway, thanks for listening to this. It's not a bit. Report. He's a real guy. It's well, actually, that's the funny thing is he is a real guy. Yeah, none des- of this is made up. And I've become desensitized. You have. To Nigel and his silent clown ways. The three R's. Anyway, well, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope that you were provoked and inspired by this short, punchy, snappy little road report. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to Provoke and Inspire, the official Come and Live podcast. To hear past podcasts, go to comeandlive.com. Got a question for the guys? Send it in to provokeandinspire at Come